0: Let's give them another hand, man. Hallelujah. The sound man and all the lighting people and computer people, thank you. We are so blessed here at this church. So I want to thank every one of them, the sound crew and lighting people and working with the computer and sound. They all get here mostly before anybody else arrives. So I appreciate their dedication and uh, Hallelujah. How many of you love the Lord this morning? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. We got a few people out this morning, some sick and traveling. So just pray for the ones that are not um, uh, doing well. They're, they've got sickness in their body. And this morning we we want to remember them in prayer. Actually, I just had the Holy Spirit uh, tap me on the shoulder and let's say, let's pray for them right now. We got some people battling with cancer and and things, and let, let's just just stop. They're part of this body. They're not here, uh, but we want to remember them, in, we want to remember them in prayer. Let's um, let's do that, Father. You've been so good to us, but Father, sometimes we rush right through service, and we don't we don't take the time or the moment to pray for the ones that are not able to make it because of sickness, or maybe they're traveling, or. They were with some other family, Father, but this morning we pray over them. For the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, and the same Spirit that is dwelling in this building this morning, God, I ask you to go touch the ones that's got cancer this morning. I don't... feel like anybody can cry out any more than like Sister Rosemary and myself and some that's had to battle things like that. God, you've been faithful. And you're going to be faithful. We have young people, God, that are dealing with things in their life. As I talked to a young man this week, God, you're going to be faithful to him. You're going to be faithful to our family. And we thank you for your healing power. Can you say amen? And amen. Hallelujah. I feel the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. We're gentlemen come yesterday and uh, worked on the bathroom some, so we're a little ahead more on that. I thank God for him coming. And then we, um, I think Monday, the we're supposed to get our plumbing inspection, ladies, and then the electrical inspection. This thing is... Uh, I love Brother Brock. I think I told you last week. Brother Brock, Brock said, "You know, we might not get it Easter like we were hoping, but the Fourth of July, we're gonna have the women's bathroom, and we can celebrate the women." Yeah, let's give Brother Brock a, hand. <laughs> amen. Yeah, amen. Praise the Lord. I know you ladies are are excited about uh, excited about getting that new bathroom. Praise the Lord. I wanna I wanna talk just for a uh, a, a few minutes on the power. Of the cross, on the power of the cross. We're living in a, a time, we're living in a, a culture, we're living in uh, feeding over into different generations that is not really taking the cross As power being in the cross. We're living in a time, a a generation, and a culture also that thinks that there is other ways that you can get to Jesus or to God besides the cross. Uh, There was just a a big denomination that once had the Spirit of God moving through it. I don't think it's quite as big as the Assembly of God fellow, Fellowship, excuse me. But just the other day, they uh, had an issue of um, gay marriage and so on, and they took some things out of their out of their writings. And it was a 97% vote, which changes of whatever the Word of God says now. We're trying to change the Word of God, and we've come into a culture and a time that we've tried to bring other things into play for us to get to the Father, and there's none other way to the Father but through the cross. We've went away from the cross because the cross is messy. We talk about the beating of Christ. We talk about the crucifixion crucifixion of Christ, excuse me, we talk about the bloody cross and prior to going to the cross or those stripes he took on our back. And so the cross is presented to our generation as something that's not really as bad as the former generations talked about the cross being. But my Lord and Jesus, my Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, paid an awful death at the cross for my salvation. Can you say See, the cross is a strange message to the world, just like it was a strange message to the Jews. And like it was a strange message to the Greeks, it was a strange message. Because Isaiah chapter 53, verse 3 says, He was despised and rejected a man, a man of sorrow, and acquainted with grief. And we hid our faces from him, and he was despised, and they esteemed him not. Israel was saying, this is a strange message. We don't understand this message. So because we don't understand this message, we do not accept the message of the cross. But still today, the message of the bloody cross of Jesus is still a strange message but there's still power in the cross. The Bible said it was foolishness of the cross, which that word translation actually means the word moron because the word moron is translated back as being foolish. For Paul said, I preach the foolishness of The cross, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 21 says, It pleased God by the foolishness preaching to save them that believed. But we preach Christ and Christ crucified, and to the Jews it was a stumbling block, and to the Greeks it was foolish. It was a strange message because of the strange message and because they didn't understand. The message they rejected the messenger. It was a strange message, and also it was a shocking message for the Jews and for the Greeks to realize that a man called Jesus was scorned in Matthew chapter 27, he was bo- beaten in Luke chapter 22, he was spit on in Matthew 27. His beard was plucked out from his face in Isaiah chapter 50. He was mocked and rejected in Matthew 27. He was stripped naked in Matthew 27. He was nailed to a cross in Matthew chapter 27, 38. These truths don't even begin to scratch the surface of what Christ our Savior went through. For the message of the cross was a strange message. It was a messy message message of the cross and it was a shocking message it was a shocking message to the Greeks and to the Jews because they didn't understand the message of the cross but I want to say this morning maybe we don't fully understand the message of the cross it may be a shocking message, but there is still power in the cross. There is still power in the cross. It saved you and I. It's powerful enough, Sister Rosemary, to save our children. It's powerful enough to save our grandchildren. It's powerful enough to take the children out of drugs and out of alcohol. It's powerful enough to reach down from the gutter and lift them up. It's power in the cross. It's power to heal you. It's power to heal me. It's power to break every bondage. It's power to break every sin. It's power to break every addiction. It is the power of the cross. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 10 in verse 9 through 10 says that if man confesses with the mouth the Lord Jesus and believes in the heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For the heart of one believes unto righteousness with the mouth confession is mo- made unto what? Salvation. We have tried to add things, and we've tried to take away things, and we've tried to bring religion into the picture. But the gospel of Jesus Christ, Jim, is just the simple gospel. Brother Dale, we've tried to add things to it. We've tried to take things away from it. We've tried to tell people they've got to look this way or they, they've they got to look that way or they got to come dress this way before they ever enter church. And they got to look this certain way. But it's not the way they look. It's not the way they're talking. It's not the way they come in church. It's the power of. It's the power of the cross that brings them to the life of salvation in Jesus Christ. There is no other way but the cross. Can you say amen? What was the purpose of the cross? It was to show the love of Jesus Christ. We look in the Old Testament and we see sacrifices of bulls and goats and turtle doves. And we see the burnt offering and the sacrifice offering being brought. And we see them using the blood of sacrifices to cover it. And it was the message and the statement, the cross hung there on Golgotha. It was, maybe we didn't understand it. Maybe it was the strange message. Maybe it was a message that no one understood, but it was the message of the Father. When Jesus Christ, uh, they stretched his arms out and they they put the cross down in the ground, that openness of him saying, world, I love you with an ever." everlasting love let's give the Lord a hand Romans chapter 5 verse 8 and 6 through eight says but God demonstrated his own love towards us and while we were, were was while we was still sinners Christ died for us while I was still a sinner while you were still, a sinner while you were in your sin, while you were doing things you shouldn't have been doing, while you were saying things you shouldn't have been saying, while you were going places you shouldn't have been going, while you were in the gutter of sin, while things looked blink and dark for you, while you were still in your sins, Christ died for you and me and the Father through Jesus Christ on that cross said, I love you with an everlasting love. With an everlasting love. For the cross provided salvation for you and I. Romans chapter 3 verse 23 says, For all have sinned. Let, let's say that together. For all have sin. Someone said not long ago. Pastor, I think I said it a couple weeks ago. Why is the pastor allowing sin in the church? Someone must have come in that didn't look just like they should have looked. But can I tell you that whoever unlocked this door This morning, the first person that walked through that door and the rest of us that came through that door are sinners only saved by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Never be sad. Never be sad that we're better than someone else. That comes in this church. For the grace of God. There I would be. Come on church. For the grace of God. Pastor Hensley, There I would be. If it wasn't. For the cross. We now. Through the power of the cross. Someone needs to hear this this morning. Besides me. Satan. Is defeated. Because the power of the cross. He is defeated. Over every situation. That I am facing now. Or I will ever face. Satan is defeated. Ever since Lucifer sinned and became the devil. He has been in the business of trying to hinder the work of God. He loves nothing better than keeping the souls in bondage and seeing them condemned to hell. Satan wants you in hell. Satan wants us to become, come against, excuse me, the work of God. When Jesus went to the cross, in the devil's eyes he thought he had won the victory that day. I'm sure he rejoiced when Jesus cried out, it is Finished, But what the devil did not know that day was that the Lord Jesus was not planning to stay dead. Maybe the devil should have listened a little closer and he would have understood that Jesus did not say, I am finished. He said, it is finished. It's power in the cross. 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8. The simple message of the cross. Romans chapter 6 verse 14 says, sin has died for sin shall not, listen, have dominion over you. I mean, that's some good stuff right there. Sin shall not have dominion over you for we are not under the law, but thank God we are under grace. Somebody needs to hear that today. You are under grace because of the mercy seat and because of grace. You and I are here today because while we were dead in sin and no matter what you may be going through right now and maybe just last night you sinned and you walked in here and you got condemnation in your life. Can I I come to tell you as a minister through the gospel, grace has covered your sin because of the power of The cross. Hell is defeated because of the power of the cross. John chapter 5 and verse 24 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation. There's that word that, that is grace. Thank God no child of God will ever have to go to hell. Satan will not get his wish. Listen, Satan will not get his wish because of power in the cross. Hell is defeated in the power of the cross. And because hell is defeated in the power of the cross, heaven has been delivered to you and I. Come on, can you say amen? If you're a baby Christian or you've been a Christian a long time, hell is defeated and heaven has been delivered to you and I. Oh, that's that's the good news of the gospel. That is the good news of the gospel. I want to read this in closing. I love this story. How many of you glad that you're on your way to heaven? How many are you glad your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life? How many of you glad that if a trumpet would sound today? That you know it's the power of the cross, sister. It's the power of the cross that gives you access into heaven. See, there's no other way into heaven but by the cross. We have, as I spoke earlier, we have kind of diminished the cross in our culture. But the same cross that we talked about 50, 60, 70 years ago, that some of these old-timey preachers would spit and holler and scream, it's the cross of the cross, that same cross this morning is what's going to save us and what's going to get us into heaven. Amen? I want to close with this. When evangelist John Wesley was returning home from a service one night, he was robbed. The thief, however, found uh, his victim to have only a little money and some Christian literature. As the bandit was leaving, Wesley called out, Stop! Stop! I have something more to give you! The surprise robber paused. My friend, said Wesley... You may live to regret this sort of life. If you ever do, here's something to remember. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. The thief hurried away and Wesley prayed that his words might bear fruit. Years later, Wesley was greeting people after a Sunday morning service when he was approached by a stranger. What a surprise to learn learn that this visitor, now a believer in Christ, has become a successful businessman, was the one who had robbed him years before. The man said to him, I owe it all to you, said the transformed man. Oh, no, Wesley said, my friend. Wesley explained, not me, but to the precious blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses us from all sin. You owe it to him. We owe everything to the blood of Jesus Christ. It's not our works. It's not what we do. It is the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. No businessman, I might have give you a little bit of literature, and you might have robbed me, and you might come back to me to say thank you. But no, it wasn't me. For the same Jesus that saved you, Wesley said, is the same blood that saved me. Let's stand, Father. Hallelujah hallelujah every head bowed and every eye closed this morning Father we thank you for the cross it's not me God not the congregation but it's the precious blood of Christ that cleanses us from all sin for we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God and I want to give an altar call I left a little time to give an altar call if you do not loathe the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior if you have allowed your life to become lukewarm and cold, the book of Revelation says, if you are just playing with God, your relationship, if you say, Pastor, I want to rededicate my life to the Lord today, or I want to give my life to the Lord, or you... Just want to come and say, I'm thankful for the cross. I'm going to open those three invitations up. We're going to close here at the altar. If you don't know Christ, if you want to rededicate your life to Christ, or if you would just like to, to step to the front and say, I walk these aisles just in honor of the cross. Those three invitations are opened up as they sing in the background. We're gonna open up the altar for a few minutes. And then we're gonna close in prayer. Sing all oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. oh, the, blood oh the blood of Jesus. You just want to walk to the altar and say, Lord, I, I just come in honor to you of the cross. Hallelujah. That washes white as snow. Oh, hallelujah. I'm thankful for the blood. If you're by someone, take their hand, and we're gonna we're gonna close in prayer. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Let's repeat this prayer together. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we ask you to forgive us of all the sins in our life, cleanse us in your blood. We confess we're sinners saved by grace we rededicate and consecrate our life anew and fresh with you this morning hallelujah father we're thankful for the cross we honor the cross we honor your blood we honor those stripes you took on your back and we're thankful for your grace and your mercy and your love In Jesus' name we pray. Can you say amen, amen, and amen? Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. You're dismissed. May the Lord give you a wonderful day and bless you day to day. Hallelujah. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget to sign up in the back for our prayer time. Okay, don't forget that. Thank uh-huh. you.